We got action in Athens this weekend. Five-star Desmond Ricks is in the bayou in the 2024 dominoes at the quarterback position. Just keep falling. Let's bring on director of recruiting for On3, Chad Simmons. We're going to get right to it on the inside scoop. This weekend in Georgia, it is going to be an unbelievable visit weekend for the Dogs as they host Tennessee. Uh, go to Dogs HQ for the full visit list. But I think between the 2023, 24, and 25 class, they have almost 25-star prospects visiting. Uh, Chad, I want to start with you on the two big official visitors. They got a pair of five-star defensive linemen, Samuel Mpimba, an edge rusher out of IMG, and also David Hobbs. Uh, tell me about the significance of these two coming on campus at Georgia this weekend. Well, I think it's two different, you know, scenarios for Georgia with those two recruits this weekend. And Pemba, I think they're trending for. I think they want to try to get him on campus with the family and somewhat close the deal. Whether he commits this weekend or in the weeks to come, they want to kind of make that final push to kind of close things with Samuel and Pemba. With David Hobbs on the other side, they have, I think, ground to make up. So you want to definitely kind of close that gap or try to move ahead of maybe Alabama and or Tennessee this weekend with David Hobbs. Both of those guys are extremely high on the Georgia board. They're top priorities for this Georgia staff, and Georgia would love to have both sign in December. But there are two different situations here. In Pemba, Georgia's in great shape. Hobbs, they have some ground to make up. Yeah, and there's also some unofficial visitors of interest, uh, Justice Haynes being one of them. The Alabama running back commitment will be in Athens. And also Damon Wilson, an five-star edge rusher, whose recruitment is kind of going back and forth between Georgia, Ohio State, and some others. Uh, tell me about those. Is there a potential for Georgia to flip Alabama's running back commitment? I think there's always potential there. I mean, Haynes obviously is going to say all the right things. And I do believe he is still solid with Alabama. You know, obviously he let me know he's going to visit Georgia this weekend. And uh, and then he came back and said because him and his dad always visit Georgia on the weekend of Tennessee game because his dad in the famous hobnail boot Larry Munson call back in the day in Knoxville was part of that call. Uh, but there's still communication there between him and Georgia. There always has been. I think there always will be. He's a priority for Georgia, just like he is for Alabama. So definitely I think he'll be one to watch. Does he return to Athens after this weekend? Uh, we'll still have to wait and see. Damon Wilson is likely he'll be in Athens this weekend. Nothing was 100%. Uh, the last time I talked to the father late uh, on Wednesday evening, but the dad mentioned potential not only just Georgia this weekend, but maybe Ohio State for the Michigan game late in November as well. So uh, we'll have to watch and see kind of where Damon shows up this weekend and maybe throughout the month of November. But like you said, Josh, I think it is a battle between Ohio State and Georgia. And if Georgia can get Damon on campus this weekend, that would be huge for them and that coaching staff. Yeah, just an insane visitor list in Athens this weekend. And I think this is the reason why Kirby Smart fights to have that Florida-Georgia game moved out of Jacksonville and into the home stadiums. You can't just replicate an atmosphere like this where you can have 25-star recruits want to come to campus. So it kind of shows you why Kirby fights so hard to move that game Five-star teammates Quay Roussel and James Smith are also going to be in Athens this weekend. The teammates out of Alabama have primarily been considering Florida, Alabama, and Auburn. But showing up in Athens, what does this mean for their recruitment? 
You know, I don't know, Josh. Obviously, they've always liked George. Took an OV to Georgia back in the summer. Uh, there's been still communication. George was at Carver Montgomery High School on their off weeks. There's definitely, I think, interest on both sides still. But I still like it right now. The three schools you mentioned being ahead of Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, and Florida. Auburn doesn't even have a coach, but I think Auburn's running, I would say, number two to Alabama at this point. So obviously Georgia getting them back on campus is only a positive uh, with those guys. I mean, right now I think Georgia's trailing uh, at least two, maybe three schools in mm -hmm. this race. So uh, obviously, you know, communication this weekend, a good performance. Obviously the atmosphere is going to be probably off the charts in Athens. So it's only going to help Georgia in this race, but I think they have considerable ground to make up this weekend. Yeah, we've been following the recruitment of these two, and it would be crazy if Georgia was able to enter the race because it has seemed like it was an Auburn-Alabama battle. Then they went to Florida for their official. They kind of got some traction there, and now they're going to go to Georgia, only maybe muddy the waters even more. Uh, let's move down to South Florida. One of the top remaining uncommitted targets in the state of Florida is Damari Brown, and there was whispers yesterday that he might be ready to make a commitment. Now, he did make an announcement yesterday evening, but it wasn't what most people expected. It was a top four. Uh, Florida State, Clemson, Alabama, and Miami make the top four. And this weekend, he will be taking his official visit to Miami. Do you think that there's a chance maybe that he wraps it up and commits to Miami by the end of the weekend? Or does he take this thing the whole way until signing day? Well, are we talking silent commitment, Josh, or public commitment, Josh? I mean, I think there's definitely a chance that he does commit. I want it public. If it's silent, yeah, it doesn't but, mean a whole lot to me. I want yeah, a public I think, commitment. I, I think public-wise, I, I would lean towards no. I, I think right now he's thinking a little bit longer, maybe even till the early signing period to kind of, you know, milk this process for what it is. You know, I think Miami's been the school to beat. You know, obviously he's a Miami legacy father played there he's from right there around the corner plays at american heritage high school in plantation florida he's been there numerous times he's obviously a top target for demarcus van dyke that secondary and obviously mario crystal ball crystal ball played with his dad there's connections there obviously so uh, i like where miami's at he was at alabama last weekend for an ov florida state and clemson round out the top four um it was at FSU recently as well. I think the two in-state schools are in the best position, Florida State and Miami. But I think the gap is pretty significant between Miami and everyone else. Will he commit publicly coming out this weekend? I'd lean towards no, but I like where Miami's at. All right. We'll continue to watch that one as it transpires. Also, the quarterback dominoes in the 2024 class continue to fall. We've seen Dylan Rayola commit to Ohio State, Ryan Puglisi to Georgia, and most recently, yesterday, California four-star Julian Sayan commits to Alabama. Chad, I really thought he was going to end up at LSU. How did the tide turn the tide? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, the, the big boys are getting their guys. Like you mentioned, Rayola, Ohio State, you know, Georgia, Puglisi, C.J. Carr to Notre Dame. Now we have Sayan going to Alabama. Um, you know, could LSU be next? We'll see what happens there. But LSU definitely – uh, what was probably in the driver's seat, you know, just a few weeks ago. But we all know what that trip to Tuscaloosa can mean for any recruit. They got staying on campus for about 36 hours. Uh, he took in the game day atmosphere, then spent most of Sunday, uh, almost like a miniature official visit for a 2024 kid, uh, sitting down with the coaches, going over the offense with Bill O'Brien, how he would fit in. I think the biggest thing was for that trip that kind of turned the tide 
was making him feel wanted, making him feel like a priority. LSU had done an excellent job did with that. Joe Sloan, Mike Dimbrock, you know, Brian Kelly, that they made him feel like he was their guy. And I think that put them in a good spot. But maybe he had questions about how he fit into the offense. Could there be a change? You know, all that kind of stuff. And he knew Alabama scheme from Bryce Young, uh, you know, to where it's at now. And then obviously Mac Jones before. I think all of that played into helping Alabama win in the end. But the bit, biggest turning point, I think, was the time they spent with him on that visit, I think, really changed his mindset about where he was on that Alabama board coming out of that trip. Yeah, and there's still some big names left out there. Um, who do you think the next quarterback could be to commit in the 2024 class? Because we're seeing them. It's, it's happening fast and furious right now. Yeah, yeah, I think that there's some some a couple of names in 24 class to watch. I mean, I think Jaden Davis is kind of next in line. You know, I think, but but don't sleep on DJ Lagway. I think Lagway is a guy that's kind of had that early 2023 uh, mark on his calendar to kind of be done before even the official visit start up next spring. So I think Jaden Davis uh, definitely commits before the end of this calendar year. Could it happen even in? November, I think it's possible, likely, I think, in December. But I think Lagway is not too far behind. So I think you'll have the majority of the top 10 in the 2024 quarterback class committed, you know, by late winter, early spring next year. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. All right, Chad, I know you're heading up to the DMV in a couple minutes to go see the number one athlete in the country, Nicholas Harbor. So we'll talk to you Monday. Come back with some scoop, man. I'll work on it. All right. See you, Chad. And we're back on the inside scoop up next from the Bengal Tiger, our LSU site at on three, Shea Dixon. Uh, Shea, five-star cornerback Desmond Ricks is going to be in the bayou this weekend. He reclassified from the 24 to the 23 class about two weeks ago, and he's wasted no time getting straight to his recruitment. So this is just an unofficial. He has an official visit scheduled for LSU in December. What does this early trip to LSU mean for his recruitment? Well, it means another time to campus, obviously, for a marquee game. But when he makes this visit uh, this weekend, he will have visited LSU more than any other school uh, during the 2022 calendar year. So I think LSU fans, Josh, look at that as a sign of hope, a, a glimmer of, hey, we might be in the lead here. But uh, I also think LSU fans are spooked a bit by Cormani McLean and how quickly things can shift. But I think everybody is watching Josh if he signs in December or does he wait till February? If he signs in December, LSU has the last visit right before the dead period. Typically in recruiting terms, you would like to secure that trip. So LSU feels like they're in a good spot, but still at least a month and a half to go here. Yeah, maybe more. We'll see. But, you know, the fact that he's scheduled three official visits before the early signing period, he's going to go to Florida, Alabama, and then LSU. Do you think that that's a sign that he's going to sign in December? I think you can look at it as a sign. I think the reality, too, is, um, you know, with two more official visits and the fact that he reclassified and kind of had to push everything up into a very small window that he could wait until February and make visits in January, both officially and unofficially. So I think you'd hope if you're an LSU, Bama, Florida fan, that you're getting you know a decision in December, that you're getting a visit right before the decision comes. But I still think everybody's going to sort of be on pins and needles there until the end. Uh, Shay, I'm sorry, but my producer Sumner Darlington is telling me in my ear that 
right now, DJ Chester just announced he is committing to LSU. The four-star offensive lineman out of Georgia made his decision while we're recording the inside scoop. This is the first time this has ever happened. Uh, Shay, what does this recruit, what does this commitment from DJ Chester mean? Tell the fans about him. I'm glad that we already had our work done on this one. I'm not having to scramble here. Yes, this is offensive line commitment number four from LSU. And Josh, if you look at the on three consensus rankings, he was the second highest rated uncommitted interior offensive lineman, meaning centers and guards that we group into that one rating. Uh, this was a big get for LSU that they've been working on since they got him on an official visit in the summer. They've already got an on three five when Zalon's heard. They've got Tyree Adams, another top 10 offensive tackle, Paul Mabenga out of Georgia, and now you go get DJ Chester. This is big news for LSU. I know Brian Kelly has talked a lot about wanting to rebuild the trenches on both sides in Baton Rouge, specifically on the O-line. They're starting two true freshmen at tackle there right now. I think when you talk about building towards the future, uh, this commitment from DJ Chester is about as big as it gets. Well, that's crazy. It happened on the show. That's that's definitely the first time that's ever happened. So congrats for uh, being here with that. Uh, let's move on. Top 50 player overall, Javian Toviano, safety out of Texas, is going to be at LSU this weekend. I've talked a lot about him with Sam Spiegelman on the show. So I'd love to get your perspective on where his recruitment stands. You know, I think Taviano, Toviano has played things very close to the best. And I don't think it's I think it's by design, right? I don't think he's trying to fool anyone. I think he's just trying to keep things quiet and go through the process on his own terms. So this is where I apply my uh, age-old adage here, Josh. It's watch what they do, not what they say. And Toviano has said, I am going to wait around. I'm going to make some more visits. Ohio State has been mentioned, Texas. Uh, There are other schools. Michigan and LSU already got official visits. But if you look at what he's done, The only school he has visited this year is LSU, the only campus. He visited in July for a Bayou Splash picnic. He was at the first home game against Southern, now back for Alabama this weekend. He has seen Texas and OU play, but that was neutral site. Then he saw A&M Arkansas play. That was neutral site in Arlington right by his high school. The only school he has tripped to that campus is LSU, and now it'll be a third time. So I'm with the on three RPM here. I think LSU's got a lead, but... Because of how quiet he's kept things, I'm a little bit hesitant to to make my RPM pick. When do you think he ends his recruitment? Well, here's the good news. He's an early enrollee, so he's got to end it by December. Uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised if it was any day now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he waited until December and did it um, you know, during the early signing period with an announcement and hats on the table and all of that. So kind of like Rick's, I think this one could go a number of different ways just in terms of when it happens, but more so than Rick's, I'm confident with Toviano that LSU is is the team to beat and has the inside track to get him. All right, before you get out of here, let's move to the 2024 class. Quarterback Julian Sain is off the board. He commits to Alabama. For a period of time, it looked like he was trending towards LSU. So now what does LSU do now to fill their need with a 2024 quarterback? Hey, look, this isn't the first time LSU's felt good about a guy that ultimately ended up at Bama. So uh, they know how to handle this one. Josh, not as bad as five for five. We were there. <laughs> we were there, uh, five for five. For that, one. That, that was a long time ago. LSU's moved on. Uh, but, look, saying a California kid, uh, ultimately, look, he was looking at Georgia. They took Ryan Puglisi. He ends up down to LSU and Bama. 
Uh, Bama, yes, took a couple quarterbacks this cycle, but uh, clearly gave Saiyan the green light to go ahead and commit for 2024. If I'm an LSU fan, look, they didn't put all their eggs into that basket. They've had guys like DJ Lagway to campus. They've been evaluating other guys like Jake Merklinger and uh, Van Buren on the East Coast. And then, really, I think if you're looking for who they might really be out front for, the answer is Colin Hurley out of the 25 class. He'll be back in Baton Rouge this weekend. Uh, he'll have made four or five trips, I think, to Baton Rouge since the new staff came and arrived with Brian Kelly, and he made all of his hires. So I do think they can end up with one of those guys who's number one, two, three ranked in the country at quarterback. I just don't think it'll be saying I would lean more towards a guy like Hurley. All right, yeah, I'm not counting Brian Kelly out when it comes to recruiting quarterbacks. He seems to have a knack for that. All right, Shay Dixon, thanks for checking in with us and making your debut on the Inside Scoop and also bringing some breaking news with you. Thank you. And a five-for-five reference. We had a blast. (laughs) You can't beat it. All right, see you, Shay. Up next on the Inside Scoop, we got national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. Sam, we got big visits everywhere this weekend. One that I wanted to talk about is five-star Texas safety Peyton Bowen uh, going to Notre Dame this weekend. He's committed to Notre Dame. We've talked a lot about his recruitment and other teams. You know, there's sharks in the water trying to flip him. So is this a significant visit of Peyton Bowen going to check out his school, Notre Dame, this weekend as they play Clemson? Big game. Yeah, it's a big game, and and and, and Notre Dame spent time uh, in the state of Texas earlier last month, and they're going to have a lot of their commitments on campus for this visit. It's a big game atmosphere. That's what they want at Notre Dame. Um, and Peyton Bowen has been their, their prize commitment now for, for going on 11 months, and they're holding tight as we near the finish line of Bowen's recruitment, the number two safety in the country, the five-star from Denton Geyer. Um, Thursday is senior night. He's going to head to Notre Dame. It's going to be an unofficial visit. He's already used his official visit to Dame, but heading back to South Bend looms large because over the next month, we expect Peyton Bowen to finalize his decision, whether he sticks with the Irish. Um, he's expected to visit Oklahoma unofficially. He's expected to visit Texas a unofficially sometime here in the next month. You know, they're two-hour drives each way from, from Denton, Texas. But Notre Dame getting him on campus this time after Marcus Freeman went to his game two or three weeks ago. Um, it, it looms large if Notre Dame is going to stick around. They have to, you know, make a statement this weekend. Um, he has a great relationship with the coaches, including Freeman, who is his lead recruiter before he became Notre Dame's head coach. Um, but like you said, there's sharks in the water, and this is far from a done deal. Deal. This visit will ultimately be very telling. Yeah. So if you're a Notre Dame fan, because Peyton Bowen's come out and said that he's going to make a, quote, final decision, even though he's committed to Notre Dame, like you said, for 11 months, he still has a final decision to make. So if you're a Notre Dame fan, I think what you're hoping for coming out of this weekend is Peyton Bowen to throw up one of those tweets saying 100 percent, 1000 percent committed recruitment shut down. Is there any chance that that happens by Monday? Uh, I actually think it's 1,001% at this point in the calendar. But, um, you know, um, you know, there's, you know there, there's a reason he committed to the Irish when he did. Um, the relationship with Marcus Freeman might be the best relationship he has overall in his recruitment. Um, but Texas A&M and Oklahoma have not gone away. The interest the has been threat? reciprocated. You know, it depends on who you ask. You know, uh, before, before Peyton's senior season, there was a lot of rumblings that he might reopen his recruitment. Um, and that the Aggies were making him a top priority, that that safety is and still is a critical need for Texas A&M in this recruiting cycle. They've missed on a lot of their top targets, like Tony Mitchell, who's at Alabama, Kylan Jackson at LSU. 
Peyton Bowen is committed, but they haven't let up. He's an in-state guy, one guy, one of the best state for this class. Um, and Oklahoma, they watched him play a couple of weeks ago. His teammate, the five-star quarterback Jackson Arnold, is committed. Committed. He, uh, Brent Venables, Jay, Jay Belay have all done a great job recruiting, recruiting Peyton Bowen. Um, it's close to home. They haven't let up, and he's visited there. And, and the unique thing is that Notre Dame, A&M, and Oklahoma are also recruiting Peyton's little brother, uh, Eli Bowen, which just makes it an, an even more difficult decision to ultimately make. Yeah. Uh, speaking of difficult decisions coming up, DJ Lagway, the 2024 four-star quarterback out of Texas, uh, he's going to make a decision sooner than later. We're seeing a lot of top quarterbacks come off the board. And just looking at the big visit weekends taking place this weekend, do you think that there's a chance that DJ Lagway shows up at Texas A&M? I mean, he's visited A&M a couple times. He's visited Florida a couple times. But then I also look at LSU hosting some big visitors this weekend. They need a quarterback in the 24 class. Is there a chance that DJ Lagway shows up in the bayou? Yeah, Texas A&M had a chance to get DJ Lagway back on campus last week for the second time this fall. It would have been his third visit if he had not gotten hurt in his uh, week one game. Um, he was also looking at LSU. Um, it, see, they seem to be going in a different direction at quarterback. You know, it's still early in the cycle um, for them, but they seem, to, they seem to be having their eyes set on a, on a bigger prize at quarterback, which, which means that the contender, contenders are quietly um, separating themselves for Lagway, number number eight in the on 300 for next year's class. We know that Florida is a major. Is a major. There's a chance that the Gators coaches are, are in Texas looking at Lagway on Friday night, um, weather permitting, of course. Um, we know that Texas A&M, Texas A&M is in it. They've been the first team to, to offer Lagway and have not gone gone away yet, obviously just hosting him a week ago. And, and with Alabama and LSU sort of going in different directions, USC has really emerged as probably the, the next team to watch. He's going to visit later this month when Notre Dame heads to the Coliseum. Um, Lincoln Riley, he's he's been very open. That's one of the best relationships he's had since even before September 1st. Um, Jalen Hurts is one of Lincoln Riley's products, and he's having an MVP-like season in the NFL. Um, and Lagway talks about that being, you know, kind of a blueprint for, for when he goes to the next level. Right, I think it's fair to say that Florida and Clemson have kind of separated themselves, but this USC visit at the end of November still looms really, really big, really yeah. big. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. All these quarterbacks coming from California to play in the SEC. Now USC is going into Texas to maybe land their quarterback. So we'll see how it all plays out. We'll see if DJ Lagway shows up. Uh, Sam, thanks for joining us on the Inside Scoop. We will talk to you on Monday. See you soon, man. See you, Sam. Oh, also, happy birthday, Mom. Love you. See ya. Thank you for watching. Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me. And remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.